When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about movies. This is Kenny from my brain. If you want to talk movies, well, guess what? We on the same thing. You gotta walk, 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 watch this podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we're going to be talking about the 1995 film. If you can call it that, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, uh, a movie that Devin had never seen because Devin was not allowed to watch Power Rangers as a kid. I wasn't. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Because Devin um, was a violent little meanie. <laughs> I, that's 100% true. Sorry, man. Yeah. He, he was the he was the bulk and skull of his elementary school. Um, but before we get into... Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. We're going to do our normal segment of We Watch This, where we talk about things that we've watched over the last week or so and uh, give our thoughts on them. And I think all three of us have now watched what we wanted to talk about last week, so I figured we'd spend some time talking about it now. Uh, Stranger Things 4. Devin, I believe you finally finished it. I caught up. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan and I binged it the first weekend it was out. Wow. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. Right. How long did it? How how like how how long did it take you to watch it? Okay, so it took Kirsten and I about two days to get fully through it. So we watched like up until like episode. Now I can't remember. I think we watched the first three episodes day one, and then we watched the rest of it the next day. Um, wow. We did. Yeah. We did the opposite. We did the first four, and then watched the last three the second day. Wow. I did not do that. I, I slowly spread mine out over like a two week span. Probably the smartest one out of all of us. Probably, <laughs> probably the, the healthiest <laughs> idea. Well, what, yeah. was, what was the experience like for you guys? Because for me, like it, it fit pretty well. Like I would watch a single episode, maybe two a day. And like, that's it. Like I watched like the first, maybe two episodes took a week or like a four day span away from it. And then like came back to it later with like mysteries bubbling up for a week. From what I remember, we sat down to watch it that Friday afternoon when we were mm-hmm. both home from work. I ordered pizza. I got a bunch of snacks because uh, mm-hmm. we we make like an event out of it. So we sit down, we mm-hmm. watch it, and then I'm like, okay, well, we're about halfway through it now, and we had just finished the first episode. I was like, oh, God, <gasps> these are long episodes. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it, it was fine. Like We, we make an event out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that we have a cliffhanger to wait on until July. Yeah. Well, somebody told me that the reason they did the cliffhanger until July is so they can make it into two different Emmy seasons. Is that true? Is that like just somebody being very cynical? Uh, Cause better call Saul did the same thing. They just stopped and are picking back up around July as well. I do. Well, yeah, I don't know the, the details on Emmy season, but that mm-hmm. sounds Sounds right. Gross. Um, 
especially with Stranger Things, who's been sitting out for a year. Um, mm-hmm. I also think if the if the finale is as long as it is, they needed more time in post. Mm. That's um, fair. So, because I think the f- final episode or the one one of the two is like three hours long almost. Mm-hmm. No, so, holy cow! Why not just make it two, two episodes? Hours. No, it is two episodes. There are two, but like. Like two three-hour episodes, Emmys. I don't know. <laughs> fair, fair. Well, so what did you guys think of the season? I mean, I know you watched it super quick. Did you like it? Like, what did you think compared to other seasons? I really well, liked it. Yeah, Ryan. What about you? I yeah no. I was. I have to say that I probably got. I was more on the edge of my seat this season than I have since season one. You know, I had the same thing, and and I think it's because the tone felt a little different. Like, I remember distinctly season three, one of the characters at one point basically turns to the camera and does an ad for New Coke. And, like, at some point they, like, crash, uh, like, showing of Back to the Future, and they were like, ah, oh, this movie's wild. And, like, it felt more like, remember this 80s thing? Remember this 80s thing? Here's a monster. Remember that 80s thing? And yeah. this one felt like it had a plot and a story that it needed to get through. And like, well, sure, it was set in the eighties, but it didn't care. I think part I, I I think part part of it for me was the fact that like random people were, you know, not you know like ran, ran, random people were getting drawn into it, and yeah. I was not expecting that. And that's what kind of got me more sucked into it than mm-hmm. I like you know like like maybe season three. And I think, I think season three suffers from not knowing where the show is going. Since season mm. three aired, they've set an end date. Like season six, season five is going to be the last season. Um, so I think it does the same thing that Lost kind of did, where it's like, okay, we don't need to to like just tread water for a little bit. We can move forward with the plot, and this is where we're going. We know how to how we're. We know where we're going. We we know how to. We just need to get there, and not mm-hmm. waste as much time focusing on. Hey, look at all this '80s nostalgia in this mall. Uh, so I think that's part of the reason why it feels so straightforward. I mean, and that makes a lot of sense. Did any characters kind of change, or did your opinion of characters change in this season? Because oh boy, did mine. There were some uh, characters I remember the first couple seasons rooting for, and this season just being like. Get him out of here. I don't like this. I don't really think so. Um, uh, no. Who who did I'm, you turn on? Yeah, specifically I'm Na- curious. Specifically Nancy. I do not care about Nancy. Why? She can get out of the season. She's just the worst. Well, what happened? When? She's <laughs> just like, I, I mean, without going into spoilers, just a couple of, I mean, from like the second you see her on camera, she's like, hmm, I have a problem. And then, like, doesn't get better or change from that almost the entire time to the point where, like, they're trying to set her up with, a, like, a will-they-won't-they they in this season, kind of like they do in, in other seasons with her. And I very much don't want them because I think the person they're setting her up with deserves way better than her. I mean, I don't really see her character had changed that much. Like, that, she seemed like the same person we saw in the first three seasons. I don't know, maybe, yeah. maybe I expected, I don't know, maybe I just remember liking her more. Maybe I liked that whole, like, uh, mm, 
I'm mean and mad and get down to business kind of thing a little bit I, more in previous. I season. mean, I, 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 th- I think maybe because you're so used to seeing her with um, Will's brother. Um, yeah. And then this season, for the first part at least, she's on her own. I think I just need them to talk. I think I need those two to talk because, like, they're both just being incredibly to, – to start and preface all of this in the beginning of the season in episode one – Jonathan and Nancy are in separate places. They want to see each other. Each person wants to, but each person doesn't want to. And then, like, it's just kind of used as, like, a a punchline for a joke throughout the season. And I'm like, you know, we spent a long time building up this relationship. It's super awkward. Give me a scene. Have them call each other. Like, hey, you're not coming? Great. This is awkward. Are we broken up? Like, I don't know. Give me something. Maybe that's why. Maybe, like, there's that closure I want. I mean, I mean... I mean, I mean, maybe they could have, you know, maybe they could have gotten to that phone call if, mm-hmm. you know, people weren't being like, I don't know, made dead. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, I mean, they <laughs> both have had issues before things mm-hmm. went upside down, mm-hmm. pun intended. Nah, um, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling we're going to get resolution in the last two episodes of the two of them. Um, But. Do you guys have a standout character from this batch of episodes? Yes, hundred okay. percent. Steve, mm-hmm. it's always Steve. Always, Steve. it's always Steve. Steve has always been you, buddy. Ryan, how about you? I, I like. Um, now I'm starting to mix up my names and the faces of the characters. The the, the new character they introduced this season, the, Eddie. The, Eddie. The long-haired D D and D guy. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. one 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 hundred percent behind him. Like I want, <laughs> I knowing how Stranger Things goes, I'm prepared for what might happen, <laughs> but I hope to God it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eddie's good. I like Argyle, the uh, pizza delivery guy. Argyle. Oh, he's hysterical. Um, have, have you guys called the phone number? Yeah. No, have you? If you call the phone number on the side of the pizza van, there's a message. They yeah. actually set up a phone line. That's they're they're cool. pretty they're pretty famous for that because they did it. They did that after season three with um, with Murray. They had yeah. him. Like, oh, that's cool. Him, like you could get his voicemail. Uh, Murray is still one of my favorites. Um, he that actor has stolen anything I've seen him in since uh, the Matthew Perry show Go On, where he played Mr. K. And my wife and I just, oh. my wife and I don't know his name. We just call him Mr. K. Like whenever he says, <laughs> oh, hey, Mr. K. Um, Brett Goldman, I think is his name. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to part two of season four of Stranger Things. Um, and we'll probably talk about that a bit more and maybe do a spoilers episode of Stranger Things when that airs at the beginning of July. So we'll stay tuned to. for that. Um yeah. Uh, in other news, over on Disney Plus, Obi Wan Kenobi has aired its first three episodes. Are we all caught up on this? I am. Yep. Are you Ryan? Yeah, I am. Cool boy. Cool boy. Okay. Um, gonna start off by saying, hate to say I told you so, but uh, Star Wars fans are the worst. Oh. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, the fandom yeah. menace. <laughs> Just the worst. Yeah, it's the fandom menace. I like that. Yeah, I, like um, <laughs> I mean, 
I don't think any of the hate that the show is getting has been justified at all. Um, no. I really enjoy how fast the show is going. Uh, like we're already halfway through it. I think the pacing's phenomenal. I think the acting is good. Um, the main storyline that the show is following is not one that I expected, but it makes perfect sense for the show. I think Ewan McGregor is doing a great job bringing Obi-Wan Kenobi back to life. And uh, what do you guys think? I mean, I absolutely love it. I had, I, I, I go through these things where the first time I like see something, I like don't like it for a while. Or I like, for some reason, I like resist it. But the more I think about it, the more I watch it, the more I absolutely love the show. I mean, I think one of the, I I have my one complaint about the show is that in episode one, the chase scenes are a bit awkward. Uh, Particularly mine was, uh, there was a chase scene through like a, a forested area. And like these like bounty hunters kept getting stopped by like low hanging branches and needing to go these like extremely long roundabout routes. And for some reason that made me like, approach the rest of the show with a lot of skepticism, but I like what they're doing a lot. And I don't know a lot about Inquisitors because I haven't seen like Rebels and those types of things. So this is really my first time learning about them. And I think they're very interesting as like a a set of bad guys. You need to watch Rebels. You need to watch Rebels. (laughs) I'm Devin. I understand that you don't like the animation. I Mm -hmm. hated it myself. (laughs) Like, and it, and, and, it seriously took me like throughout the whole first season mm-hmm. to to just get used to it. But I'm telling you, the style of ambi- of animation mm-hmm. works for where that story goes. And and I know it gets to some amazing parts and I I'm sure have there been like major ties into like Rebels in Obi-Wan so far that you guys are sure that I missed? No. Uh, okay. Just, um, just, I mean, just some backstory. I mean, is this I, taking place before or after Rebels? No, no, after. Before. It has to be no, taking it's before. before. It's before. Before Rebels. Yeah. This is 10 the, years after the end of episode yeah. three, right? The, the Grand, pretty much the Grand Inquisitor doesn't die in this. Like, he'll come back, what? like, back to tank healing, whatever. Yeah. Um,. Devin, if it helps you get through the animation style, look at the concept drawings from Ralph McQuarrie for the original Star Wars. Uh-huh. Look at look at his Vader, and then look at Vader on Rebels, and yeah. oh, you can okay. see you can see where they where they got that animation style from. Uh, I got think it. going forward with things like Ahsoka coming to Disney Plus, <laughs> you're going to need to know Rebels a lot. Yeah, well, it's, you're it's going gonna, to. It's going to deal a lot with things that happen at the end of that show. To okay. the point where characters are making their live action debut in Ahsoka, like Chopper, the yeah. droid. Yeah. Oh, didn't didn't know that was a droid. Yeah, and 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 that's primarily what I meant by the the animation mm-hmm. helps along with the storyline. Yeah. Because the, the animation style works for the Empire, the stormtroopers, the ships, yeah. everything. It anyway. fits with the the look. So yeah, Obi Wan. Uh- <laughs> Oh, right. So there's, I have a very specific criticism that I absolutely love about, not criticism, but like thing I absolutely love about the show. I love that for a second, or even more than a second, we see Vader's castle on Mustafar. Because I feel like that's like a major part of his like plot line. And we only see like, he's there for a second. He's there in like Rogue One for half a second. 
Like, give me more of that. He built a whole freaking castle that nobody talks about in the, the original trilogy. Yeah, it's that's definitely something that's come from the Disney canon. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's been in the comic books. Uh, it was supposed to be in Rise of Skywalker. Like, that planet that the movie opens on is supposed to be Mustafar. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, but uh, it's they don't ne- never say that. Um, oh. <laughs> but no, like, I... They, I also expect that to be a location in Fortnite this season. So, ooh, interesting. Yeah. Trying to get you to play again, <laughs> get, get you that Vader skin. Um, Darth Vader in this. Um, I did not expect uh, episode three to be the Comedy Central roast of Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, <laughs> Too soon. But. No, I, I'm really enjoying the show. I am looking forward to waking up early tomorrow and watching episode four. Ryan, what do you what do you think of this? You've been suspiciously quiet. I'm I just you you two are going. Alan knows <laughs> more about some of the stuff that you're asking about, so I'm just, you know, letting him go. Um Oh, there's plenty I, of time for that tonight. Yeah, <laughs> still. I I uh yeah. I I like where the show's going. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting, like, I, I really didn't know what to expect, so I wasn't expecting anything. Mm-hmm. That's how I go into these things. Um, I like them showing Obi-Wan is just a hermit. Like, how he got that, like, you know, people know him as a hermit because they show him living as a hermit. That was cool. I like that. Even though it's boring life, I liked seeing that. Um... But yeah, then the the Inquisitors, the brothers, the sisters, all that nonsense was fun. Um, I'm I'm also starting to uh, something I thought halfway through episode two I think is is the route they're going. I'm hoping yeah. um, with that uh, is with that opening scene with the attack on the Jedi Temple. Yeah, yeah, and who's and who someone probably was in that scene. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious who someone probably yeah. was in that scene. I yeah, yeah like that. They, they, you don't show that scene unless there's a reason for it, right? Um, but not just but the, also if anything, yeah. if everything Star Wars could just open up with Order sixty six and younglings, like that would just be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So a little bit of backstory about the opening night. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't think I told you guys the story yet. Uh, I was actually live on Facebook with friend of the show Josh from Nerf Herders Assemble, because uh, he, he wanted to talk. He wanted to do like a countdown show and talk about what we we're gonna, what we were gonna see in Obi Wan. And as we were live, I look over at my Facebook page. Like, oh, they moved up the premiere. It's gonna like it's gonna be online in an hour and a half. So Whoa. like we were like, well, I'm going to go watch this with my brother at midnight here. So <laughs> went to Domino's, yeah. was able to watch the premiere. At midnight-ish. Nice. Um, yeah. That's yeah, very the, cool. Uh, the, the one thing I loved about the opening, though, was the fact that it was actual... That it wasn't CGI. Yeah. That the stormtroopers were, were actually people in suits. And it was the first time that they've ever done that. That's to show cool. Order 66 in the Jedi Temple with live-action characters and not just one or two live-action people on a green screen stage. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think, uh, spoilers for Book of Bubba Fett, but I think we saw the same clone trooper armor in that. So. Oh, cool. Well, 
Yeah, well, it was just seeing that inside the Jedi Temple and yeah. that whole thing. Like, because I really like that armor setup of all of the stormtroopers. I like that look, and it was really cool yeah. to finally see that scene with actual, you know, hard plastic costumes and not just you know computer yeah. graphics. Um, I don't want to get into like spoilers for Obi Wan because there there is something no. we have we haven't talked about. Uh, that it like I think is still spoilery. So I think maybe at the end of the season we'll talk about it, um, mm-hmm. a little bit more. But one last thought uh, since we brought up Order sixty six, I was yeah. in uh, Virginia for my niece's birthday this weekend, and I I had lightsabers in my car like I usually do. Uh, Good. <laughs> and we were playing lightsabers, and then my my brother had one and was chasing her. He's like, execute Order sixty six, and she's like, what's Order sixty six? So we're like, go ask your dad. So she goes up to her dad and is like, Daddy, what's what's Order 66? He's like, you'll find out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a good way to handle that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that does it for our uh, We Watch This segment. Let's get into the, to today's main topic, the 1995 film, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Um. This is a film that I grew up with. Um, I absolutely love the Power Rangers as a kid, and now, <laughs> as you can tell, uh, it's one of the, one of those fandoms I'm I'm big into. Like I'll I still collect like stuff from the '90s that I can come across. I did a, a Power Ranger cosplay for Halloween a few years ago. Um, I, I just really enjoy the story, the comic books that they're doing now. Um, it's just something. It, it's it's just one of those fandoms that I grew up with, and I can't remember if I ever saw this in theaters, but I know I watched this a lot when it was on HBO. Um, what is your guys' connection to uh, Power Rangers? I mean, we teased mine a little bit at the beginning, so I'll just go here. I. I used to watch Power Rangers a lot when I was a little kid, and it would get me so jazzed after watching Power Rangers that I'd have to go be Power Rangers. So almost after every episode, I would run around and hit my sister because she was the most recent person or the the closest person to me at the time, uh, to the point where my parents tried to remedy it by buying me one of those like wobble punching bags with a Power Ranger on it, and that didn't work because... I got bored with that too fast. So eventually they just forbade me from watching Power Rangers. But honestly, I think the iconography in Power Rangers is so cool. I mean, even as like a, a 32 year old, I'm like, yeah, their designs are very cool. And like, I have I that like poster of them. That is this poster of like them sit like standing in that line. Mm-hmm. Like I have that in wallet form, have had it since I was a little kid got re-gifted it from my mom for my 30th birthday and it's around here somewhere because i still have that and it's oh it's a like wonderful like bad plastic that you make for a kid's wallet i love it i absolutely love it (laughs) but yeah i i like power rangers a lot but i got forbidden from watching this before the movie came out so i just i never saw it brian how about you i remember uh i it's it's funny. I remember being in school and having someone talk about the show because it just aired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what's this? And as a little kid, then after school that day, you know, got home, turned on the TV to watch it. 
And so I remember watching, you know, pre, you know, Green Ranger showing up and being really into it. And then this movie came out and it was great. And then I kind of fell off the Power Ranger train when they started, like, changing costumes every season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I remember going to see this in theaters. I remember having as much of the toys as I could get my hands on. Um, even the, like, Burger King, McDonald's toys, mm-hmm. I remember getting. Um, did, did you have the hmm? ones with the heads? You push the back in their head switch between the... Between yeah, that the, was the normal the, action figure. Yeah, yeah, that yeah was the I ones, remember yeah. those. It's like um, a core memory. And then, uh, I, you know, like, fighting on the playground over what color you were going to be. <laughs> and no one wanted to be the Blue Ranger. I remember that. No one wanted to be the Blue or Yellow Ranger. What? Why? What was wrong with the Blue or Yellow Ranger? I have no idea. All I know is that the group of kids that I went to school with, whenever it came to picking colors, no one wanted to be the Yellow Ranger. No one wanted to be the Blue Ranger. Everyone, you know, even guys were okay being the Pink Ranger. Nobody cared. But nobody wanted to be the Yellow one. (laughs) I don't know why. Oh, that's a shame. She's my favorite in this movie, by the way. Um... You mentioned the, the the McDonald's toys. I definitely don't have a whole batch of them just sitting oh, here. So yeah, those unopened. that's those yeah. are those are exactly the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, those were so cool. Back when yeah. McDonald's yeah. tried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why am I hearing myself through one of your mics? I don't know. I don't know either. Are you so, still hearing it? No. It it went away now. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so, since this movie is over 25 years old, what did you guys think of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie? It makes the CGI and uh, um, Mortal Kombat look better. <laughs> yeah. Even, he, even though they came out the same year. Even though they came out. I mean, this came out the same year as Toy Story, and the uh, the CGI looks better in Toy Story. Wow, <laughs> Devin, this movie was a trip. Oh my gosh! I mean, obviously, it's not made for thirty two year olds in twenty twenty two, but there, there were oh, it parts. Is. Of this it movie, is there. There were parts of this movie that I absolutely loved. There were parts that made me feel old, and then there were parts that made me pause my my. I watched it on my laptop, pause my laptop, disconnected from everything, run out into the room, go, Romano, watch this. Watch this quick. Just watch this happen. And I'll have to tell you about literally two of the scenes that will now live rent free in my mind forever. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 like, I still enjoy this movie. Uh, there, there's a segment of this I straight up forgot existed uh, until I saw it watching it. Um, I tried watching this on my, I have a DVD copy of this, but the DVD mm-hmm. is so poorly like burned like my my blu-ray player were usually upscale stuff this one it, it downscaled it like it just did not look good so i ended up watching this on hbo max um so i could actually see what was going on um but yeah this, this there there's so much in here that's a lot of fun like there's a lot of references to the tv show um which is which is which is odd because Devin, do you know how they get the Ninja Zord on the in the Power Rangers TV show? No, I know nothing about okay. the lore of this show. I know that at one point the White Ranger is someone that like has to be made, 
and that like the dagger means something but oh boy do we have to talk about the dagger but like i don't know and, and it, maybe it's doing this this movie justice that i was able to watch it and follow it and not understand what happened on the ends of this okay. <clears throat> ryan do you know how they get the ninja powers on the tv show i t- come 100% forget <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you this much it's not it's not from the movie the movie is not canon to the television universe <laughs> Wait, wasn't there like a whole season or something, a whole series called like Power Rangers Ninja Force or something? There was, but um, on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV show, mm-hmm. uh, they lose their powers and they have to go find the power of Ninjor, who is this big blue guy uh, in like a big suit. Of, like he, he, He's like a human sized Zord, pretty much. And he talks like this. I'm Ninjor. What? Yeah. Uh, I watched the whole arc of episodes where they go to get the powers today just to talk about it on here uh, to see if there's any big differences between the storylines. And the big difference is instead of Ivan Ooze, you get Rita's brother, Rito, being the <laughs> that they lose their powers. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um But Reno broke me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if he broke you, what'd you think of Ivan Ooze? Ivan was wonderful. Ivan, oh, Ivan was everything that I that I know that I would have loved about this movie had I seen it as a kid. It was nothing but like fart and snot jokes with him. And like, yeah, I'll I'll take it. All right, give me a bad guy uh-huh. that deals primarily in flatulence and boogers any day. Yeah. It. it... The, I didn't have a chance to look him up. Has, has He was a famous actor, wasn't he? Or is he? The um, one who played Ivan Ooze? He's been in other things. Let me... Because I just... I got like a really strong feeling of, of like, I know this guy. I, I know this same. guy. I've seen him do other stuff. I know that voice. I mean, um, for, for the longest time as a kid, I thought it was Christopher Lloyd. Um, that pans out, though. But I actually have a list of different actors who were con- who con- who were considered for Ivan Ooze. But let me look him up quick. Oh um, no, I got him. I got him ready. Where, Paul where Freeman. Paul Freeman. He's the bad guy. Uh, he's the bad guy from one of the in- Indiana Jones movies. Oh, which one? But I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. At oh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first one. Oh wow. Is he? Uh, that's what's coming up on Google. He's it's Belloc from Indiana oh, Jones. Oh, okay. Never put that together. And he's uh, Reverend Philip Shooter from Hot Fuzz. Let me... That's where that's where that connection is between his Ivan Ooze character and the and that it's that right there. <laughs> it's there. Right there. Right, let me let me read you off a list of actors who were considered for Ivan Ooze and tell me if any of these stand out to you. Okay. Rowan Atkinson, Phil Collins, <laughs> Tim Curry, Danny Ooh. DeVito, oh. the afore- aforementioned uh, Christopher Lloyd, Bob Hoskins. John Voight and Dennis Hopper. They could have gone with any of them, any of them. And it would have been brilliant. I mean, all of them would have been so perfect for this. I would. But lo- I, I just, 
at the same I, time, yeah. I believe the guy they got was fine, though, because mm-hmm. I mean, like, he definitely hammed it up the whole time, and that's what you needed in a like in a big bad kids TV show villain. You want someone to ham up the character, and I absolutely love love the fact that as an adult, I'm watching this, and you can tell. The, that they didn't put eyeliner on him in the costume. He's wearing the costume, and you can see his normal flesh tone around the eyes. And to me, it made it better. I liked it that way. <laughs> I liked it. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, Ivan News has never appeared in Power Rangers canon again, as far as I can tell. It's a um, shame. He's wonderful as a bad guy. He only oh. ever appears in the movie, uh, along with... Um, Where did the is the, it that the, pig... the the pig guy never yeah the, the pig show. guy I was gonna say that yeah oh yeah because he always throws me off even yeah. even when I was younger because I remember my parents asking me like because my dad used to watch the show with me like about maybe about like fifty percent of the time and mm-hmm. my dad even asked he's like was that pig thing on the show I'm like I have no idea who who that pig guy was I remember having that conversation with my dad. <laughs> after seeing the movie yeah so that that's one of the the main differences like they got rid of uh two of or no three of reader's henchmen and just replaced them with a pig um (laughs) (laughs) which is weird they they made some weird choices with what they took from the show and what they adapted um because the, the rangers also have like new uh tools and abilities in the opening mm-hmm. fight, like, like the laser like the beams, scanner, the scanner, the, the headlights, the uh, pterodactyl whip. My favorite, though, is the Triceratops stinger, because it's 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 been forever since I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And when oh, Billy goes try stinger and he points the thing up, I'm like. He's gonna shock the guy. He's got a stun gun, and and then it turns out to be just like a like a bat rope, just just like a way for him to like pull himself up onto the second story of the building. I was like, yeah. I was totally let down. Watching this, the I worst totally one, thought he was. By the way, I, I totally thought it was gonna be like a stun gun. I totally... No, he he's the worst tool. Devin, what did you you said you had thoughts on uh, the the. Zord, the dagger, the, Zord, the, the, the yeah, uh, Saba. What is that what it's called? Yeah. Saba, yeah, Saba. okay. <laughs> this is one of the scenes in this movie that will live rent free in my head. So, I had that moment. So, White Ranger pulled out the dagger, and I went, He's gonna stab someone in this kid's movie. <laughs> like, oh boy, so he throws the dagger, it does a circle around the bad guys a couple of times, and then I guess it finds that the bad guys are sitting underneath a hanging crate. So it flies up to detach the hanging crate, apparently forgets it's a dagger and can cut it with the blade that it has and shoots it with a laser instead. It is, it's like, it's almost comedic timing the way that this happens. And it's hilarious. (laughs) I I can add a wrinkle to this for you. Please do. Yeah. Go Uh, ahead. (laughs) Saba can talk. Saba yeah. is a no, being. Yes. Yes. What? Yeah. Saba is Saba is its own character. Yeah. 
Is it a good character? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Uh, in the, in the comic books that are more recent, uh, there's a whole like alternate timeline where Tommy stays evil, and Saba in that timeline is like the key to helping the Power Rangers defeat the evil Tommy, and he like, oh, wow. helps them. Uh, yeah. So he's like helping the Rangers from the from the proper dimension escape and all of that. So yeah, he yeah. talks. Like, are he, you disappointed he, that he didn't talk in the movie? I mean, I think I think. Uh, it would have been amazing if he had like a one liner before he dropped the thing on the, on the ooze goons. Um, yeah. But yeah. Also ooze goons died to fart sound effects, which yeah. I, I wasn't ready for at eight in the morning when I watched this movie and <laughs> my, my, just tickled me pink. My favorite <laughs> moment of that whole fight is when they uh, punched, they kick the guy on both sides of his face and his eyes just turned into <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. My favorite part, and this is time number two that'll live rent-free in my head, is when the Pink Ranger starts backflipping, and then Billy goes, right behind you, and then he backflips like a... Right behind you, Kimberly, and they start doing backsprings. Yeah. My favorite unnecessary backspring moment in this mm-hmm. is when Billy comes to rescue the Yellow Ranger, and I cannot remember her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aisha. Y- Aisha, thank yeah. you. Um he comes to rescue Aisha, and he's maybe like twelve feet away from her. Mm-hmm. And instead of just turning around and running, which would have got him, which would have been faster, he backsprings like three times to where she's at, and then does a complete spin in the opposite direction from where she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I want to know. Um, and I'm looking it up now. How much uh, of the runtime of this movie is that shot? From the ground looking up of them just vaulting over the camera. Because that happens, what, four times in this? Uh, That's like yeah. half the episodes. <laughs> and most of the time in those episodes, uh, that was just archive footage. This is the first Power, yeah, really? this is the first Power Rangers project that is 100% American footage. It doesn't use anything yeah. from the Japanese show. Did they? Okay, so this might be me not me expecting something then. So I haven't seen Power Rangers and again years and years and years. Did they purposely like not sync Rita's voice up well? Because isn't she usually like super dubbed in the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a couple of times and maybe it was my internet connection, but I was like, is she dubbed here? I think it's a different voice. I think they they do a dub for her, but it's it's not because it's a different actress like in the original show like it's the japanese <clears throat> actress it, it, got like, it, it okay and, yeah. so that they dub it over uh when you get into like around the time of the movie on the show mm-hmm. it's more american footage because you have her married to lord zed and oh yeah they get married yeah <laughs> the, the you, whole the whole thing with rita the whole thing with rito is yeah. he's showing up to give him their wedding present like a, a year late yeah yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, I mean, you, I mean, you didn't get that that was like your typical mid '90s like married couple joke bickering. Like, oh, you know what? Yeah, it absolutely was the whole. Like, <laughs> ah, look at her complaining. Well, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of funny because uh, those episodes aired at the end of season two, so like right before mm-hmm. the movie came out. So UK audiences who watched Power Rangers didn't know. By the time the movie came out, that they were married, so it kind of it's kind of fitting that you had no clue. <laughs> oh, that is really funny. Yeah. I was like the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, that's fun. All right. Uh, 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You guys want to play a game? Yes, 100%. Okay. So and then after your game, I have one okay. then. In <laughs> front of me, I have the top 10 films the week that this movie opened uh in 1995 so it opened june 30th so fourth of july weekend mm-hmm. um i'm gonna i'm gonna list the films and i'll give you the okay. order you need to tell me if it grows more or less than power rangers okay uh ryan you're first um okay congo <laughs> Oh my god, that's one of my favorite movies. I know. Ever. That's why I'm beginning um, this one to you. More or less than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say less. That is correct. Oh good, I walked out of that movie. Uh what? I was like five. I, I was literally five. I don't think I appreciated so it. Y- so so you were walked out. You did Yeah, I was out. no, I was walked out of the movie. That's not a movie for a five year old okay. anyway. What, I don't, what, yeah. I don't like, understand. I have major questions. I have I have major questions yes. for you about your past after the show. Perfect. Um, <laughs> okay, Devin. A, yeah. a film that we've done on this show. Die Hard with a Vengeance, more or less than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, made more. Hundred percent more. It's a die hard movie. Incorrect. No. <laughs> uh in its seventh week in theaters, Die Hard was 10th place at the box office. Mm. Power Rangers wow. was higher. Uh, all right. Uh, Ryan, I got another one for you. Okay. Pocahontas. <gasps> oh, that's going to be more. Yes, that is correct. Devin, this, this is yeah. the whole reason we're playing this game. Batman uh-huh. Forever. More or less than Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> it better be less. It better be way less. More. It made more at the box office. Whoa. So I'll, I'll go. I'll go through the top ten here. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Okay. I was gonna say, Devin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you got to do is think about okay, family-oriented movies mm-hmm. in the '90s did, on average, better than non-family-oriented movies. That's fair. That's fair. I don't think I thought about it that way. Okay. But I'm that's, more like in terms of what I like. That's why I bomb my favorite movie. <laughs> so uh, here, here's the top 10. With 2.1 million, Die Hard with a Vengeance. With 2.4 million, Braveheart. Uh, oh, right. 2.7 million, Casper with Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman. Uh, with 4.4 million, The Bridges of Madison County. Mm. Uh, 4.8 million, Congo. In in uh, fifth place, which also opened the same same day as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Judge Dredd with twelve million dollars. Oh wow! In fourth place, it's horrible, but I love it. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. This movie made thirteen million dollars its opening weekend. That's insane. Yeah, uh, Batman Forever beat it with fifteen point three million. Pocahontas beat it with fifteen point nine billion in second million in second place. 
Any guesses on what the first place film was this weekend? Was it was it Toy Story? No, but it features somebody from Toy Story. Was it Big? No. Was it Tom Hanks in Big? Big was in the 80s. I don't though. know when that movie came out. Oh, okay. Uh it, it, it does have Tom Hanks in it. Uh, Apollo 13 with 25.3 million. Oh. Completely makes sense and <clears throat> deserved it. <laughs> I, I need to watch that I'll movie. tell you what, though. This is, a, this is the week I want to go back and revisit movie theaters for. Between <laughs> Batman Forever, Power Rangers, and Die Hard. Like, you go to a multiplex, there's a lot to choose from that's, very, like, entertaining stuff. Even Apollo 13, like, is enjoyable. Like, it's... It's more dramatic and uh, historical, but it's still good. Um, Sounds like a good week. And so I didn't know when this movie came out. I just knew that this wasn't the 2017 movie and was a bit surprised to hear them make Jurassic Park jokes or a Jurassic yeah. Park joke. And I'm like, okay, I guess it came out after that. Got it. Is it the same studio? Like, were they allowed to be doing that? I mean, I think they could make a reference to it. Like, it's not like okay. they're showing anything. Like, they can make a joke. <clears throat> Uh, sure. Kind of like how Deadpool gets away with everything. That makes sense. Totally fair. Um, yeah. Uh, any... That's what a week in movies. <laughs> exactly. All right, Ryan, what's your game? Okay, so the opening scene. The teenagers <laughs> are skydiving. Yes. <laughs> the teenagers are skydiving. There are four skydiving teams. Three of them have already jumped and they are on the ground waiting for the Angel Grove <coughs> High School students who are skydiving on their own to hit the ground. What other teams are on the ground? Uh, the firefighters. That's Yes, that's one of them. Police? That's the second one. What's the third one? Because I was shocked when I caught it. It has to do with a... It is still a municipal service. If I pronounce that Parks correctly. and Recreation. No. <laughs> Megazord te- cleanup team. Like they just go through and clean I'll up. I'll give the you city. a hint. I'll give you a hint. They were all wearing green jumpsuits. Like olive green jumpsuits. Sanitation? Is it like the. Yeah. Sanitation. <laughs> The Ooh, sanitation that's... department had a skydiving jump team. I, Dark. I mean, that. Makes sense. Like you think about how much damage those uh, Megazords do to Angel Grove on a weekly <laughs> basis. Like your sanitation yeah. department's going to be raking in the dough. Like that's you, fair. You, mm-hmm. you need like a, a an army sized group of men just to handle that destruction. So. Yeah, I mean, it, I just thought it was funny because the whole concept of like, okay, these are high school students. These are high school, you know people skydiving you know 16 17 15 years old and uh, i always thought that was silly and i saw the fire department and i saw the police department and then i saw another poster i'm like what did that say they were all wearing green jumpsuits so i paused it like sanitation the the garbage men have a jump (laughs) have a jump team but then again so does the high school so whatever (laughs) um so if you were a citizen of Angel Grove and you saw a group of teenagers hanging out together and one of them, like they all wearing like different colors that just happened to be the same colors as the Power Rangers. Do you think you would figure it out? I'd make a few assumptions. I'm going to be honest. 
I'm not entirely sure that <clears throat> I would assume that high school students would be the Power Rangers. I, w- I would think, oh, cool, they might be fans. Or, you know, th- th- it might be like... Uh, being. I would take it as that they were fans. I would not take it that a group of teenagers would be the Power Rangers. I don't know. If everything I saw Billy in was blue, I'd be like, is there a link here? Are you doing this on purpose, Billy? I mean, didn't you wear the same hoodie for a year? Well, I was the Black Ranger at that point, so. (laughs) Checkmate. I was going to say, how many times have you worn a a Jurassic Park t-shirt on this show? I am the Jurassic Park Ranger as well. I'm the dinosaur. With the dinosaurs, that's a that's a thing, right? For them, I, I'm going to be cosplaying <clears throat> as you this Thursday when I go see Jurassic World because I, I bought a Jurassic Park T-shirt. That makes me so yeah. happy. I feel so honored. I'm, so the be go ahead. No, it, never mind. Too, uh, it was I it, say it was going to be a joke, but I, I, I felt bad, so I, I stopped it. Oh. <laughs> well, to pivot hard then away from the possibly sad joke. Uh, the beginning of this movie made me feel like such an old man because <laughs> the teens jumped out of airplanes and then promptly went rollerblading around the town. If I, at my age, fell out of an airplane, I would want to nap afterwards. I wouldn't be like, let's do cool 90s sports around the town. I'm like, I, I'm like they must be exhausted. And then Which they went to go I... do Power Ranger things. Well, I mean, they're Power Rangers. They've got energy beyond, you know, memes. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> That's fair. I also wonder, like, at what point Bulk and Skull pulled their parachute because it took them way too long to get to the ground. <laughs> so, I think they jumped out of the plane and then immediately did their parachute and just glided to the construction site. Because they had to be up Which there for like I... a half hour. <laughs> what I found hysterical because like I said I watched this twice because I thought I picked up on something that I clearly made up in my head um, so they're you know Bulk and Skull are looking out the window of the plane and they're talking about jumping and everything and then it's not until like the very last moment that that um, uh, that one of the Power Rangers goes oh, shouldn't you guys put on your parachutes like they were just standing there knowing that they didn't have their parachutes on just waiting for them to see how long it would take them to realize that they didn't have them on before they jumped. And I'm like, that's super dangerous. Why didn't they say something right away in case they decided to jump without saying anything? Because comic timing. their gear on. <laughs> They're committed to the joke. It's because Rocky's a dick and Kimberly's the only one looking oh, yeah. out for Balkan Skull. That's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. She's the only one. Um... um oh. Yeah, I just, I just thought that whole thing was silly, but... One thing I thought about uh, the whole rollerblading thing, because I had this thought when I was watching it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, rollerblading, because that's the that's the safe ur- uh, urban sport, not skateboarding. Because, I mean, I'm serious. If you look yeah. at this stuff and you and you watch these shows for kids and even like the Disney made movies, if you have a skateboarder, they're mm-hmm. a punk. And I'm not talking ah. about like a music punk. I'm talking about like a punk, like a, bad like a jerk, a bully, a bad yeah. guy. Everybody who ro- does rollerblading is like the good, the upstanding citizen. The mighty ducks. Like, I really loved, yeah, the mighty ducks. Like I really loved that because I was watching it. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's right. Because Bulk and Skull, when they're running to the uh, monorail, are holding skateboards, and Bulk and Skull used skateboards. Oh, the Power no Rangers jerks. always used rollerblades. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen the 1998 classic Disney movie Brink. We know the rollers, the rollerbladers are the good guys. Yes. Yes. 
Um, Kristen had me watch that movie once. Oh, it's so good. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So if skate roller skates are the good guys and skateboards are the punks, what is a uh, skydiving board? Like, is that just cool? (laughs) Well, that's cool because it's more of a snowboard. Okay. Okay. That's 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 where that comes from. Yeah. Is it is is that a yeah. thing? Did people do that outside of yes. the Power Rangers movie? Yes, they did. What makes that it, used to be a huge thing? What yeah. makes it better? Does anything make it? Is it just like there's a board it's, in the sky? It's just tricks that people did in the sky. Oh, okay. It was just stuff that they showed them doing. Like it, it was. In the mid '90s to late '90s, I was really big in watching and obsessing over extreme sports, and right. that was part of that. And it originally became a thing where, like, people realized that that you know that like really rich people that could afford it, mm-hmm. um, rich snowboarders would pay helicopters to fly them to like remote areas, and they would drop from the helicopter with a parachute with the board on their feet. And then they would jump, and that's how they would get to the mountain to start their run. Wow. And that's where that came from. And then that turned into doing that to, hey, look at all these cool tricks I could do in the sky. And then people realized they could only do so many tricks, and then people stopped doing it. (laughs) (laughs) We've reached the trick cap for this. Pretty much. And then people just stopped doing it. (laughs) Makes total sense. Um, As far as I'm concerned, I think it makes it easier to land. Maybe? Or does it make it harder? Because... I feel like you have to take a lot of the impact with your knees, and if your legs are like forward, does that make it harder to like? I, I don't you, know. You you always have to take the impact on your is always hard. the impact is going to be harder on your knees regardless. Mm-hmm. But but I mean, at least the board keeps your feet stable. Okay. I mean, I've clearly never skydove. I Sky, never have Sky either. Didn't... I've just seen a lot of it, and and, <clears throat> and a lot of it's just assuming. <laughs> it, it was definitely a moment in culture, though, where we were like, what's the coolest thing we can have them doing right now? Skydiving. Rollerblading with all of their pads, because that's really cool. Hey, safety first, all right? <sighs> Hold Whatever. on. I had a question about the movie <laughs> that I know that you guys will know that I absolutely will not. Okay. There was a kid at the end who was like, they were like, maybe you'll be a Power Ranger someday. And he's like, yeah, the Gold Ranger. And they're like, ha silly fun. Is he a person? Do we know him later? Does he become so, the Gold Ranger? I guess what, so back in Power Ranger <clears throat> Zeo, when the Gold Ranger does show up, there was a whole big <clears throat> history about his identity. And I think some people took, look at the movie and him saying that and think maybe it was him, uh, which would have been a lot cooler than if it was uh, who it ended up being. Um, but no, he's like different continuity doesn't really play out at all. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In that timeline, it happens. Just go off that. I mean, it makes me feel better because I mean, they they really set that little kid up, and I'm like, oh, they'll pay this off, you know, in something I haven't seen before. And nope, guess not. Nope. Nope. No payoff at all. Ah. <laughs> So the one thing I wanted to mention, too, is I, I found this. I did the barest amount of research prior to this. I found an article that said that literally was written a couple of years ago. It's just the original Power Rangers movie soundtrack is still a banger. Guys, this, orig- this soundtrack is a banger. I'm glad you brought this up 
because this is the reason <laughs> this is the reason I wanted to watch this for the show. I picked this up at a at oh. an antique store a few weeks a few months ago and I've been listening to it nonstop since then. Um so uh just going through some of the artists on here. Uh you got Red Hot Chili Peppers from the skydiving scene, uh Van Halen, uh There Might Be Giants, um Devo, uh Snap with the Power. Um was there a musical moment in here that stood out to you guys? I I don't know why. It's it may be just so ingrained in my like little kid brain. But, like, any time that Power Rangers theme comes on, like, I am jazzed. I was, like, ready to go this morning. Like, while they were doing flips or, like, when the Megazord was coming together, I was like, yeah, this is it. But then also I think that I liked when they used um, with that, that Power song, like, The Power. Mm-hmm. Didn't they use it for, like, all of eight seconds before the fireworks happened and they abruptly switched to a different song? Yeah. Yeah, because it cuts to Van Halen uh, right before the fireworks. Yeah, I was like, you could have stuck with one song movie. Like, you didn't need to go this hard. Oh, uh, we lost Ryan. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's back. Hopefully. Hopefully he's back. Yeah. Maybe he's listening to the soundtrack. Maybe. I don't know. Um. Also, also I just want to say this. I didn't expect you to have found that CD at an antique store. Oh, and yeah. That makes me sad that you found it at an well, antique store. Th- you know how I go with antique. Like, a lot of the... Power Ranger stuff I find is like antiquing and like thrift stores and all of that. But let's just I want to let's just appreciate the artwork of the actual CD itself that they have it. There was real, there was real artistry in CD covers though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What was, I don't know what happened with Ryan. Uh, he he messaged us. Did he? I I don't have Facebook. Oh, it's just reconnect. He's just reconnecting. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. So part of the reason. Oh, uh okay uh, i'm not set up there we go uh until he gets back in here we'll just do this setup <laughs> yeah so, that sounds good um let me let me fix this quick there we go um yeah so i've been listening to like that ending scene with the fireworks I don't know why, but that, yeah. that's been ingrained in my brain forever. I never knew what the song was until I got the CD. Uh-huh. Um, so I just been listening to Van Halen's um, "Dreams" for like like nonstop. If I'm like in a bad mood, I'll just blare that in the car. And <laughs> good. I mean, it, and that's the thing. Like this soundtrack is amazing, and I kept catching these musical moments where I'm like, "Wow, they got the rights to this song, and they got the rights to this one," and like. I, you probably know this better than I do. Was there like real money put into this movie? Uh, it was definitely a bigger budget than the show was. Uh, originally, they wanted to mm. do it like the show, but um, <laughs> Fox decided to put real money behind it and make it a bigger budget thing. So that's why you have mm-hmm. the CGI Zords instead of the, the instead of the uh, man in a suit type thing, like like they would do for Godzilla. Um, yeah. But, I would have so much rather the men in the suit, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but uh, a lot of like the power, the actors who played the Rangers themselves did not get paid much. Like they, no. they were like, they've got on record talking about how bad <clears throat> the pay was for the show. And then for the movie, 
Um, but like, I think I read somewhere that they had to pay for their own hotel rooms in Australia. What? Yeah. Uh, the, the production of this is a bit of a mess because the directors like never watched the show. Uh, so they like had to do a quick, uh, fat, like speed run of the show just to understand what it was. Um, they almost had the power Rangers without their, their visors. So you would just see their faces so they could show emotion and there's a picture of it and it's terrifying. (laughs) Looking it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, that. It, it it's it sounds like something that would happen back then it really does uh, i mean you would have just a, a corporate wanting to get as much money out of something as possible and just hiring someone to to do it without even knowing if they if they know the source material or yeah not. also uh there were some uh casting issues with uh the actress who played dulcia the uh the guardian on the other planet oh yeah uh or the actress who who's who plays her, uh, let me find her name. Um, Gabrielle Fitzpatrick was cast originally, mm-hmm. and had to drop out because of medical issues, so they cast someone else instead. Um, I'm going to we're going to play another game. Good. Uh, I'm going to give you hints for an actress who is supposed mm-hmm. to play Dulcia, and I want you to tell okay. me who it is. Uh, this actress has okay. been on television Ready. since night since uh, 1998 on a on a show that is still on, playing the same character. Is it a Simpsons actor? No. No. SVU. SVU. Marishka Hargitay. It's Olivia. Yeah. Marishka. I don't know who that is. The main actress from Law and Order SVU uh, was pa- was oh, wow. cast as Dulcia, and they filmed scenes with her. Um, in in that outfit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is weird to think about. Um, but that 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 would have been so weird. Yeah, especially <laughs> watching it now. Um, but the the executives weren't thrilled with her performance. Uh, so when uh Gabrielle Fitzpatrick was available again, they pretty much just fired Mariska Hargitay over Christmas break. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. So there, there were sequences in there that they filmed that uh, they just cut completely because they didn't want to have to go back and refilm them. Were any of them like worthwhile to the plot? Uh, one, like one of the big things I saw was that she had a sidekick who was like a a sassy alien. All right, I don't know that I needed yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think because I'm okay the... that it's gone because. Because the pig monster wasn't sassy enough, yeah. in all honesty. Because that thing had something to say every time it was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but yeah, going back to like the, the pay thing, like the uh, original Red, Black, and Yellow Rangers was supposed to be in this movie, but they left because of contract disputes with the show. So they oh. ended up not being able to do the mm. movie. And um, <clears throat> Walter Jones has stated that he regrets not having appeared in the film. Um. But Which one was he? Was he the Red Ranger? He was the Black Ranger. Oh, was he? Yeah. So I, you guys might understand or know this casting a bit better than I do, but the way the cast looked to me, it looked like there were essentially three teenagers and two 30-year-olds. 
<laughs> Billy and Rocky look very old or like they have had a very rough junior year of high school. Did I read okay. that right? David Yost, I think, was okay, so, the oldest. But yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Okay. Are you are you asking that the actors were? Yeah, like how the old actors, the actors were. Yeah, like okay. were the actors like because because like I I can believably I guess see like okay sure they all look a mature eighteen or a mature sixteen or something I don't I don't they the three the the white ranger the uh, the yellow ranger and the pink ranger I guess look believable but then when it comes to Rocky and Billy I'm like guys you are old you are both quite old. Billy, the wrinkles around your eyes point to you being over the age of 27. Sorry. <laughs> right, what the, yeah, that's it, he that's was it. 26. I just did the math. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess. Almost on the nail on that one. Almost on the nail. Um, so, and then so Ro- Ro- Rocky, was, Rocky was 21. Okay. So, Devin, this brings up something that okay. I need to ask you or yes. just make a statement about. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that you're okay. So remember when, when we watched Mary Poppins and yes. you went on your rant about how you hate sped up film and how and how like you just you can't take it. Mm-hmm. And I and then De, and, and then and then Alan and I explained to you that when you watch a movie from like this early seventies on backwards, you're going to have to just deal with sped up film yeah. because that's the tech they had to do whatever effect they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Casting actors that look and are age appropriate to the characters that they're actually portraying is more of a modern thing. So when you're uh, watching movies from the eighties and nineties and early millennium, you're going to have to be like that seven year old. I mean, that 17-year-old has a 5 o'clock shadow of a 30-year-old. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then you've got to imagine me behind you going, this film was made in 92. Just let it go. Just let, let it go. go. <laughs> I mean, to bring it back to Stranger Things, it's like Will in season four, where like he aged so fast, Will in season four looks like he's 45 you, years old. You do realize the actor who plays Eddie is in his 30s, right? Yeah. He looks younger than Will does. <laughs> I didn't know uh, that. That's amazing. Real quick, which Power Ranger do you think is the youngest of this cast? Aisha? That's what I was going to say. Uh, very close. Um, it's Adam and then Aisha. And then okay, the so third the youngest threw me for Tommy. Tommy's really? the third yeah. youngest. He was born in '73. Uh, Kimberly was born in '70. Uh, Rocky '74, and, and uh, Billy in in 1969. Oh, Billy! <laughs> Summer of love. Uh, um. So this then begs the question because when when I did a Google search for Power Rangers movie, the first one that popped up was the 2017 one. Mm-hmm. Was it any good? Is that worth watching now? I'm on board. I forgot I liked Power Rangers like this. You're, you're jumping. Should I you're do jumping it? the gun. Uh, there's still okay, there's yeah. still Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, which if you if you yeah. thought there were th- bad elements to this, oh uh-huh. boy, <laughs> uh, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. It's uh, I'll put it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's I'll... it's bad. <laughs> Devin, I'll put it to you this way. So I uh-huh. went to go see Turbo um, mm-hmm. in theaters as well. 
just because, you know, I even though like I really wasn't watching Power Rangers that much at that age, it was still mm-hmm. like a movie that I wanted to see. Yeah. I liked it at the age I saw it at. But mm-hmm. then like we got it on tape or VHS or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I got through watching it halfway before I stopped it and put in the first one. <laughs> I mean, I did a quick image search for it. It's not looking promising. Okay, so on IMDb, the movie we're talking Uh about, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie is rated 5.2. Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, is rated 3.5 out of 10 10 stars. And isn't there like a mermaid scene that's cut from the Turbo? Oh, when I make Devin watch Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, we will deep dive into all of the missing footage from that movie. Because there is a lot. Uh, there, like If you yeah. look at the uh, Lost Media Wikipedia pages and subreddits, there's a lot for mm-hmm. Turbo uh, Power Rangers movie. And that's part of it. There was a whole mermaid sequence that was cut. Um, what? Yeah. At one point, they actu- actually have their Zeo suits. Um, oh. Because this is the, this is the transition from... This is, th- that film is actually canon to the show. Like, you have to watch the oh. movie to... like the. Power Rangers Turbo, the show, picks up right after the movie to the point where people who are guest starring in the movie are still in the show. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for fans of the show, that is one good thing Mm -hmm. about Turbo, that it does line up with with, with the actual show itself. I just, um, when Turbo started and then Zio, well, Zio Turbo, and then the rest of it, that's when I started to kind of like back away from it. Plus two, I also found out about at that point in my life, I actually, I found out about the whole, like, this is a show in Japan that they're taking scenes from and doing like American (laughs) storyline with. And I'm like, okay, well that's interesting. And then that's when the whole like marketing thing hit me in the face. And I realized what was actually going on. And it was, and I can tell you the exact moment that happened. That's when I one day decided to be like, oh, I'm bored. Let's see where the Power Rangers are af- after like a year and a half of not watching it. Uh-huh. And then I see a bunch of who are supposed to be teenagers wearing the army garb from Starship Troopers. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm done. This is going <laughs> to be too far for me. Yeah, and I just stopped <clears throat> the show. Like, I, I, I stopped following everything from I- there. If you're interested in the show but don't feel like watching the uh, the show itself, I highly recommend the Boom Studios comic run that started a few years ago. Um, I talked a little bit about it, but there's a whole storyline with a character named Lord Draken, which is a version of Tommy that never came to the good side. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, so it deals a lot with alternate, alternate dimensions. They did an event called Shattered Grid, which brought in like every Power Rangers team ever. Like it's the the, the wow. story focuses on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but they did a story where it brought in in space uh, Zia, like all of the the Rangers from across the the Morphin Grid, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and they also do a storyline that uh, which I haven't gotten to yet, which deals with what where Jason. Zach and Trini, the original red, black, and yellow rangers go uh, and give them like a, their own little subplot. Um, oh, wow. So there's there's a lot of fun stuff to, to read in those comics. There's also an Old Man Tommy comic 
Is there really? Yeah. It's, is it? It's called. Is this a Marvel franchise? No, it's a uh, Boom Studios. It's uh, it's called. Okay. Soul of the Dragon. Which I still haven't read it, but like it deals with. Looks interesting because it deals with like all like his past as a Power Ranger and like, like just the cover with all of his versions of Power Rangers is what made me buy it. So. Yeah. Hold on. In canon, what happens when a Power Ranger turns like thirty-two? Um, like, do you stop being a Power Ranger after you're a teen and it goes on to new teens? Or, like... I, I mean, it depends on the team. Like, there, there are so many different ways to mm-hmm. be a Power Ranger. Like, it's not always Zordon, because Zordon does die eventually. Which is around, around oh, wow. the time okay. I stopped watching. Um, but, like, Tommy comes back in Power Ranger... I think it's Dino Thunder. He He's oh, wow. a... Profe- he's a he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Dr. Uh, Tommy Oliver. He's a professor. Yeah. And he becomes a Power Ranger again. So it doesn't always have to be a teenager wow. with attitude. It can be a middle-aged See, professor with I attitude. Like, I like the dark end of the spectrum uh-huh. uh, where like it really screws them up as adults. <laughs> like I really love that whole theory of like, hey, look, these are uh, intergalactic beings that, that, that are taking children to be their soldiers. What happens to these children when they grow up? Well, so I was thinking that they um, they're like Disney Channel stars, like once they grow up, like... They all live like a Shia LaBeouf-esque life past, you know, their 18th birthday. Yeah, so, I mean, that's because, I mean, like, you've got, you know, like, the things that they've done. And I have no idea about where the creator went or mm-hmm. the people who were in it went after it was created. But but my favorite Power Ranger thing ever made after the movie mm-hmm. was that short that was on YouTube for a little yeah. bit. The, 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 the like, R-rated Power Rangers thing. Yeah. Yeah, about oh. basically showing, yeah. I mean, again, I have no idea about who was involved. I just, I, I have it on my phone. Like, as soon as it came out, I went to a site, I downloaded the video from YouTube, and I've, I've had it on my phone ever since. Uh, catching up on the chat wow. quick, uh, David says, uh, I read Power Rangers in Space, was originally written as the final Power Rangers series. Kinda. It's the last one of the Zordon era. Uh, that's what... In the finale of Power Rangers in Space is where Zordon dies. So, and that was supposed to be like the finale at first. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's going. the finale of the Zordon era. So, like, you, that's the last time you see mm-hmm. like Alpha Five and Zordon and oh, okay. Rita and uh, Zed are in it, but they turn good. But when Zordon dies, it's weird. Um, oh, I don't think I've ever actually seen it, but uh, also, I believe earlier in the chat. Uh, David said something about Scorpina. Uh, I don't know Scorpina. Uh, she was a villain in the sh- in the show. She's actually in this. Uh, oh. She's. I think she's the main villain oh. of this storyline. So if you wanted to, if you want some more Scorpina, check out Soul of the Dragon. Uh, this episode brought to you Funny. by Not Boom Comics. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, they're doing a lot of fun stuff with the Power Rangers comics. There's going to be a rebooted series in a uh, film franchise on Netflix. So, um, oh, no. yeah. Uh, anything else on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie before we wrap this up? No, this so, was wonderful. I, I think I need to explain myself. Okay. There was something because I mean, like I said it twice and I kind of disappeared from the show there for a little bit because of my laptop. Um, the thing that I thought that I caught was yeah. I thought 
I thought that they had this thing, this like running joke throughout the movie that Kimberly kept on saying ooh and gross and sick mm-hmm. like the whole time because she was disgusted by like Ivan Ooze and the monsters. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go back and check Mark every time she says ooh, gross or, you <laughs> know, alluding to her being, you know, like nauseated. And it was really only like maybe one or two times. It oh. was just it was just the time she gave the line. It was the classic like ew gross and they like really focused in on her when she said it and for some reason i thought like she said it throughout the entire movie she didn't so but it was just one of those things <laughs> it feels like a very 90s tv show thing to do though just like that that character everything ew, gross every, the whole time everything they said was typical 90s stuff for teenagers oh, yeah. that they wanted to you know portray, I, I think so. my favorite line in the whole movie is um during the final battle, when all the swords come in and they're bad CGI, and Ivan who's mm-hmm. like, oh, look, they sent the cute pink one after me. And Goldon just turns to him and is like, you think she's cute too? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I was not expecting that. I laughed out loud at like midnight last night to the point where my neighbors probably heard me. My favorite, my favorite line is when Rita calls him a, uh, uh, a slime like a slime crusted jelly donut or like a slime like it, 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 it was just it was just it was it was one of those things where it was right before he like sealed her mouth with like <laughs> ooze and it was just it, it it got to me i i actually laughed out loud at that one because it just rita's my favorite villain just because she was the most ridiculous out of all of them that sounds about right all right well i think even go ahead no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, I think that does it for our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to do Power Rangers Turbo in the future since Devin's we never will. seen yeah. it. Um, but on that note, Ryan, next week it's your pick. I really wish you would say you were doing Congo, but I know you're not going to. But Yeah. yeah no, uh, Congo is on the list, though, uh, yeah. so that'll be happening at some point. Um, we were originally going to like two, three weeks ago. We were going to do for the the for the the uh, for the, the love of the game to finish off my Kevin Costner baseball you mm-hmm. know thing. Mm-hmm. But we but it got rained out. It got po- right. it got postponed. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that this coming Tuesday, which is actually my birthday. Oh. So it actually works out. What um, is the birthday one? So Devin, you have homework again. If you haven't seen yes. it yet. Field of Dreams, yes. Uh, so we can all be on the same page, mm-hmm. and hopefully we can get you know this you know hopefully we can get first pitch on time on. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, <You laughs> on this to, one coming up. You need to be bringing this pun game next week. I, I need it, dude. I'm I've it. been watching baseball twenty four seven for the past month and a half. Believe me, I'm I'm you know I'm coming at you with it. I'm coming so at another, you. another uh, just a. Uh, sneak preview for next week i am going to see jurassic world fall or dominion jurassic world dominion thursday night dur- during a double feature with the original jurassic park so i will have a review for uh, that ready to go next week Devin, you have the you're always wearing the jurassic park t-shirt are you gonna go see it this weekend you know i don't think i'm gonna get to i really don't think i am i have a really busy weekend uh, this weekend well i know i'll make sure to spoil the whole thing for you then good and i'll wear my t-shirt in honor of you yes all right. I, it, works for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about Kenobi next week. Um, yeah. But un- until then, if you're watching us here on Twitch, hit that follow button. Watching us on Facebook, head over to Twitch and hit that follow button. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, 
and TikTok where we post some fun clips. If you haven't seen last week's episode, uh, we're not uploading that to it's YouTube, fine. but you can find that on our Facebook page. It's a 10-minute watch, a lot of fun. Things go off the rails very quickly. Um, so check that out. Um, you can listen to You Have to Watch This Podcast on all major podcasting platform. You can also visit our website and check out all the other Rum Runners Podcast Network podcasts at rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. Um, until next time, for You Have to Watch This Podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And it's morphin' time, not morbin' time. The meme needs to die. <laughs> I, 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 I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>